Today's guest, CEO and founder of Global Street and sportswear brand that has been making waves across the globe. The journey's not easy when you're trying to build something bigger than yourself. So if you can create the team around you that have that same why to inspire our community to chase the vibe and we make decisions off those values, I, th- I feel like there's something special there. With explosive growth from circa 1.7 mil to a staggering 80 million in just four years. <sighs> I think as a founder and, and anyone within business, you've always got that productive paranoia, right? Like you're always worried. Like yep. it doesn't leave you because you've constantly got to be better. Like it doesn't matter, like you have to be better. Give it up for one of the game's most exciting and dynamic entrepreneurs, LSKD's top dog, Jason Daniel. People want to be part of a winning team. People can find a better version of themselves. If they choose. Hmm. You just need to go start some shit. Action is all that matters. Be a man of your word. I think I look back now and I'm like, well, that took some guts. Be kind. Be kind. Be kind. See you at the top. New episode every Wednesday. Boys, we're back. Here we are. Back on the Goldie. Back in the water this morning, Brucey, up oh, at 4.30. Oh, stop it, it's you The alarm too. goes Fuck off and off. Benny's nowhere to be seen. <laughs> nowhere. Sick of hearing. I didn't even hear the car this morning. This was our best morning yet. Was it really? It was oh, epic, man. Yeah. AK's on oh, the you beach two are in the sand. Fair dinkum. Brucey dragged me that far up the beach. Was he in his budget? <laughs> and then he's got to take me back when no he got in the water. He was in the budget. Oh, where, where, again? No, nah, yeah. no budget. Oh. No, nah, not this morning. Oh, were you? No, nah, not in the budget. Oh, no, you weren't. Sorry, nah, mate. Still from last time. <laughs> you're, you're, you're in the apron last night. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I was your apprentice in the kitchen. Yeah, that's it. That was a good cook-up, mate. That was pretty good. It's pretty healthy for you, Benny, wasn't it? It's the healthiest I've eaten in a while, yeah, <laughs> to be fair. Something green on your plate was And then pretty... I had some... Leno, what did you give me? Oh, ramen, dude. Like t- yeah, the spicy never had ramen. that explosion of taste in my mouth ever, dude. <laughs> Here you go. Think of eating fire. That's it was, what it tastes like. It was not that spicy. You blocked yourself. I oh, thought my man. throat was going to close over, man. <laughs> That's crazy. These guys, Lena and her big coffees and her spicy food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not even spicy for her, dude. Boys. I know. Look at this, We've dude. rocked up on set, on site, playing the away game again. Put the white shorts on. How's the setup? This is insane. This is, yeah. We've had the full tour. Carol, shout out to Carol. She's looked after us. Yeah, oh, Carol, Carol got us all the gear. Legend. She had to get me a bigger tea. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Carol. But uh, yeah, the setup's amazing. The story that we're about to get into is crazy. But one business owner to another, this guy's doing it at a proper level. And he's looking after us. Oh, mate, it's it's crazy. And the setup, everyone's buzzing down there. Amazing. Yeah, it's insane. It's, Coffee it's, shop it's, out the front. It's what you dream of. Like, yeah, this, yeah, this is like our dream, 100%. right? <laughs> this is our dream. Like, yeah. We've got a mini version of this back home, but this is the dream, dude. On the rooftop yeah. here. This is sick. Man, this is... Did imagine the parties here, dude. Oh, I know, yeah, I know you guys are wanting to run a fucking fitness Whatever. I thought the same thing, Benny. I'm thinking the DJ over here. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking sleds. I'm thinking... <laughs> Get on me sled, Marcus. I'll push you, little boy. Hey, I mean, I don't know if I can handle you holding that like that all the time. Can you hold it like that? Weird, hold it however you yeah, want yeah, that's, that's a bit weird. Like, like an ice cream. Yeah, like an ice cream. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, this, this is, is sick, boys. This is this is probably the best away game we've played. This is the best experience for sure, man. Yeah, I know. Well, this is why we're doing it. Yeah. As soon as we, we rocked to, up, young yeah. girl come out, man. She was looking for us. She yeah, was, yeah, yeah. She was looking out the window, going, "Look at those guys, Nakia Carnival. That must be them." <laughs> and then she was out there, she straight out in. Of the, bus. the coffees. We go and order five coffees. They're like, "They're on us today, guys, mate." Man, look at the gear, dude. Mate, this they is kitted out. These guys are doing it properly. Yeah. To tell you, kitted out. This and, is... I, and I think we're going to go down to the shop afterwards, guys, and 
Yeah, splurge. Splurge. Even you said you might even buy something for Mr. Frugal. Buy something for the guys. No, I think we're going to do a gym session, man, with the team. Get a bit of pump on. That's what we love. Again, for you boys. <laughs> so, I mean, it'd be my second of the day. Looking, there's no mirror. There better not be any mirrors in there, mate. Oh, mate. There's, there's some good mirror lighting in there. It's all uh, mirrors. Guys, I'm pumped. This oh, is great. Fucking pumped. Great away trip. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Australia's number one podcast. <laughs> We're the little fish, and we speak to the big fish about town each and every week. Like, share, subscribe. Get around this one, guys. It's a crazy story. Someone who's stuck at it and now he's enjoying the you know fruits the of his labour. Well, the best part of coming in here, yeah, the story's everywhere, man. Yeah, I know. And that's that's, right. the, that's the crazy part. Yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. stairwells, you get to, you know, the rooms are named after landmark, uh, like milestones. Like milestones. Milestones of the journey. That's yeah, right. And the 100%. values as well. The values, yeah, yeah. It's People sick, buy into the story. What's the one? Oh, I'll, I'll figure it out. Now there was one of the values that said we don't. We don't have competition. We set the standard, man. That's a good one. We set the standard. We set the standard, man. That's how I was going to borrow that. <laughs> I like that it was just here. It was fucking hustle and break shit or yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Move fast and break shit, whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, move but fast anyway, and break shit. We'll, let, we'll some, let the boss talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. There's some good <laughs> shit here. There's some good shit. Uh, let's get into it, guys. Today's guest, CEO and founder of Global Street and sportswear brand that has been making waves across the globe. With explosive growth from circa 1.7 mil to a staggering 80 million in just four years. <laughs> That's trending, boys. Capturing the hearts of celebrities like Zac Efron, Hilary Duff, and Lucy Hale in the process. He's a former motocross athlete turned business savage, having clinched the 2021 Gold Coast Entrepreneur of the Entrepreneur of the Year Award. That's no wow. mean, that's So sick. he's getting noticed this because yeah, there's some big ones up here as well. Just quietly, well, this you is, know? yeah. I've, that's what I feel as well. I've never seen so many Lambos and Porsches. <laughs> or, man, for the McLaren's McLaren's and, McLaren. oh, oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. All from humble beginnings as a carpenter with a passion for fitness and action sports. Give it up for one of the game's most exciting and dynamic entrepreneurs, LSKD's top dog, Jason Daniel. Yeah, Jace. Ah, welcome. Come on, Jace. <laughs> and I tell yeah. and I tell you what, even everyone will go on through that intro. This guy's yeah, super, super modest. He didn't even want any of that to go out. We said, sorry, Jace, it's, we've got <laughs> to build the hype. But what this guy's done and where what he's achieved, yeah, super modest, super modest. Thank you. Thanks for having me, boys. Oh, thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Jace, uh, thanks so much for coming on, mate, and thanks so much for the hospitality. You'd... Nah, that's okay. We, I mean, we appreciate you making the effort, and uh, I've never done it on the rooftop, so it's cool to do it somewhere different. Awesome. Yeah, we like to be the first, the first up <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, that was shout out, Bonnie. Bonnie fought for the rooftop. We're all going, yeah, oh, I don't that. know, and he's like, oh, nah, no, I, was, the... I was keen for the gym, but yeah, <laughs> yeah he wanted could've... to be out here. Yeah, now nah, this is epic out here. Yeah, especially with our new Pride print behind us. We just 100%. launched Pride Month, so it's quite exciting for us. We, yeah, we awesome. uh, have a big passion for, for the Pride community. And, um, yeah, we donate 5% of all sales to Wear It Purple. So we actually launched a collection tonight at 6 p.m. So, Fair yeah, yeah, through our stores uh, and online. So that's why the print behind us is uh, only up for the month. So, But it's something that is quite special to us as a brand. And yeah. What about the what's signing out the front? Because you've got the Pride big, the, the main sign's been turned Pride. Yeah, so we, this is the second, or this is only our second year we've been in this office. So we wrapped the front logo. Last yeah. year we did it and we do it again. And uh, so that was getting done yesterday. And then in all our stores, we've kind of re-merchandised the front of the stores. And yeah, it's fun. We have a lot of fun with it. It's a good time. So is that just for the month? After the month, will that get updated? Yeah, so, or you yeah, so we pretty much change every logo for the month. We always have like product that's always on. 
as yep. well. Yep. Um, but yeah, we kind of celebrate that. And then we also do um, Breast Cancer Awareness Month as well yep. and work with uh, the National Breast Cancer Foundation in October. So everything goes pink as well. So it's fun. It's a giving back, BK. Oh. What we keep it's what we keep proper. learning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all about the giving back. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, Jace, mate, this is, yeah, this is awesome. We're a bit mind blown, but we have to get into the pod and talk about you. Yeah. Um, mate, can you tell us where it began? Um, you know, we've as you're going up the stairs, you can see that journey, but talk to us about that 13-year-old that that yeah. started and made a t-shirt yeah it's uh it it, uh, it has been a journey and I, and I think when i look back i'm very lucky to have gone through those years because i don't think i'd we'd be in this position if i hadn't gone through those 10 plus years of learnings i think um but yeah the, i mean the brand started out as a high school nickname i mean i grew up riding bmx and uh i was lucky enough to ride with a bunch of athletes that one ended up going off to win x games and i was trying to jump this jump and i couldn't make it and i got termed the loose kid uh because i was the kid of the bunch and you know i was a teenager so that and and that kind of phrase just kind of led on through school it was like that's loose kid and it was a bunch of fun and then a friend of mine told me to i should turn it into a brand and i'm like what is a brand like i had no idea what a brand really was uh you know there's no social media back then this is 2002 um and uh yeah from there i like ended up turning it we got a trademark and we called it loose kid industries and that was from around 2002 to 2007 and then i finished school in 03 uh got into racing motocross became a carpenter tried a bunch of other jobs before that tried to become an electrician and was shocking at it so i lasted three months uh you know worked in a brick laying yard for 12 months until i kind of found that i wanted to be a carpenter through that journey and then uh had to work a day a week for free for three months just to get my apprenticeship uh, they didn't they wouldn't give apprenticeships even back then and uh yeah started my apprenticeship as a carpenter and then 2007 hit and i thought you know what i think this could be my career i really do i was racing on weekends we were setting up at the tracks and really creating a community back then and um and then decided to change the brand to lki which was the abbreviation and then really went like head down bum up and said i want this to be my career i don't want to be like i'll finish my apprenticeship but i want this to be my career and from then to 2010, and I was just, I was, you know, working, getting up early at, and, uh, you know, trying to build the brand before work, trying to find a t-shirt supplier, building relationships with magazines, stopping into retail stores with a one-page catalog. I can show you guys, we still have that, which is kind of uh-huh. cool. And and then 2010, we were lucky enough, we moved out of my mum's bedroom and some shipping, we had three 20-foot shipping containers in the yard. Um, at home? Yeah, at home. So <laughs> I grew up on uh, property because we used to have a plant nursery growing up and I lucky enough had a supercross track. And <laughs> so we had a bunch of containers where we were storing our, our product in and shipping from there and then mum's room. And then the whole house ended up turning into almost a warehouse. And uh, yeah, moved into a, a small office in Yatla. And um, so from about 2010 to, to kind of 2017, we just... We were just kind of full steam ahead, but really just making everything for everyone. Like we were making life jackets, motocross gloves, socks. We were making some sportswear, we were making some streetwear. And really it was just, for me, it was all just about being a job. Like I didn't really understand why I was doing it. I just really wanted it to be my job um, and and loved what I did, but didn't really know why I loved it. If I'm honest, I I was just doing it and uh, trying to grow the brand. And then we kind of got stuck and really stagnant and didn't grow for probably four to five years. And and then I kind of led to, did a course called Landmark Forum in 2015, joined Toastmasters Club because I couldn't get up and speak in front of more than five people. I was really bad. And just kind of went on this kind of personal development journey and then started listening to books, the founder of Lulu, Good to Great, Delivering Happiness, Legacy, all these different books. And I was like, hang on, what's, why do I go to work every day? And why does our team go to work? And I made a lot of mistakes and, and as a... Um, 
you know, made a lot of mistakes with the team, um, you know, within the office environment. I didn't know how to handle a lot of things, lost teammates, lost our head of design. He came back 18 months later. Like I just, I just, I got to go through all that. And, um, and then through that, we're about a team of 12 and come 2018, we, we, we said to ourselves like, you know, we'd had LSKD already on product from around 2016 and thought to ourselves, well, you know what, we're doing it again. We're LKI or we're LSKD. We're kind of having two brands again and we're confusing our community. Let's just be one. Which one should we be? And we asked our team of 12 and our community, our athletes, and everyone said LSKD. And I was like, you know what, fuck, let's do it. Like September 2018, we we pulled the trigger and said, let's let's change it. But at the same time, why do we go to work? And 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 we had this phrase, chase the vibe. And we thought if we can, if our mission can be to inspire people to chase the vibe through sport, fitness and adventure, and we create sportswear with a street aesthetic, and we really want to be best in the world at sportswear. Like we really want to create our own raw materials and fabrics for the community and then have a street aesthetic. Let's go to work for that every day. Like, and it has to start internally and then bleed out. Um, so Jace, just, just quickly, how long did it take? Because doing the research, listening to you on other pods, yep. like you said, you went through that learning of, you know, you got angry at that guy for coming in late to work <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, how long did that go on before you were just like, you know, that you had to go through that transition of, and that personal development to, to become the leader you are today? Uh, it was years. Like, it wasn't like a, it sounds, you know, you talk for five minutes briefly, but it was years, you know, when you, when, when I think it's funny because Dylan and I laugh about it because uh, he's become yeah. like this person. And he's still here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was <laughs> talking to him this morning. Like, he's, he's a legend. If, you know, he plays a huge part in this brand and the design direction of our brand. Uh, he created the LSKD logo, like, absolute legend. And, uh, it was funny because uh, I, we, we were literally laughing about it last week. I'm like, sorry, man, I kind of threw you under the bus. But, <laughs> but we were like joking because I was like, I still remember that day when, when you walked in and I like pulled you aside and I was like, what the fuck are you late? You know, and I was just really rude and I didn't even ask if it was okay. You know, you just can get in those moments. And I was like, hang on, like, why am I doing things like that? And we're not perfect, right? You can still make those mistakes even to this day, but you got to have that humility um, yeah, we're just laughing about it. And I think, I think he was like, oh, did I remember that? I'm like, you remember everything. Like, I still remember that mistake. Um, you know, and, and, and then, yeah, I remember catching up with him. Uh, we caught up at a coffee shop like almost two years later. And I was like, dude, I've, I've, I messed up. Hey, like, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, I've grown up too. Like, that was my first job out of uni. And, you know, because he came with, on with us as, as a part-time job while he was at uni and he loved graphic design and then moved in as a, our head of design all these years later. And I was like, do you want to come back? Like, you know, you, you, you're amazing and, and I'd love you back. And he's like, yep, uh, let's do it. So, you know, I had, it was, you know, we, we, all those, you know, 18 months later, he came back. But yeah, it's, it's a funny story because it's like, it's kind of funny that it's becoming a bit of a, a storytelling piece that it just like, and then, yeah, anyway, it's cool. Well, it sounds like it's, it's the growth you've gone, gone through. Like walking through the office there, everyone's smiling. Yeah, that's they're exactly all saying, yeah, man, They're all saying hello. And yeah, yeah everyone's, cool. everyone's walking, you walk in, everyone's, you know, got your your gear on and everyone's smiling and happy and like, like like they want to be there and even peter and i spoke about that this morning and yeah, just the thanks. team and how you respond to that it's correct they, they yeah. might yeah and it comes down from the top like you know you see you know you see it a lot if, if it's if if it's not flowing down you know in a pure manner and and if people don't genuinely want to be there you you can't fake it and yeah. like like even even carol she, she's been i think she said she's been here for a year or less. Felt like she'd been here for fifteen years. She sounds years. like an OG, 100%. man. Oh, I thought yeah. that as she well. She sounds yeah. like an OG. Yeah. So in the little time she's been here, she's all in. But look yeah. at it. Yeah, you she's know? a legend. I mean, yeah, and I, and I think you know when we made that, and we're not perfect, but when we made that decision to you know build our brand with a why first and then develop our product, 
within that and our years of experience I mean we were lucky enough to be traveling offshore since 2011 building relationships with manufacturers and how all that works but it took us like we changed the brand in 2018 and then it was about 2020 we started to work on our values so it didn't kind of the values didn't come to life straight away either but we were almost making decisions and I think what we did is any decision we made as a team um, and I think it was just, I just got the team involved. Like even when a team of 12 and we we're whiteboarding out what we should do and we made a vote and we went with it, try and still keep that same thing. I mean, as the team grows, I mean, we're close to, with our you know, casual team and our retail stores, it's like over 170 now and try to keep that same ethos as well and, and mm-hmm. really listen and, and learn and how to make the best decisions. But the, everything went back to, can we inspire our community to chase the vibe? Like that's is that is every decision we made and I think it just empowered not only myself but our team and you know I want to come to work and I want to have fun and I want to enjoy the journey as well like as much because you know the days aren't you know the days go really fast and the weeks go really like a, you know a week at Ellis can feel like a, you know it goes so quick these days and you're really trying to savor it because it does get tough right it's not like the journey is it's it, the, the journey's not easy when you're trying to build something bigger than yourself um so if you can create the team around you that uh, have that same why to inspire our community to chase the vibe and we make decisions off those values, I, th- I feel like there's something special there. And yeah, I, I mean, I, I get FOMO when I if, I if I can't come into the office or I'm away or, you know, we have our team in the US, we have an office there in San Diego now and, you know, being back and forth, like, and what they're doing over there and what they're creating and, and Jameson, uh, Brad and Ellie and Margot over there. And yeah, it's, it's special. I'm, I'm very... Th- lucky to be a part of it as well I'm honest I've got to ask about you you mentioned um, what's the what's the guy that that did the logo that Dylan 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 Dylan. shout out Dylan so good on you Dil glad you're coming to work on time now mate (laughs) (laughs) how important do you reckon when you went to the the community your team and the athletes and you went uh, uh, and and you'd had to decide between the two and you went with the LSKD how pivotal do you think that decision has been do you know what I mean do you think you could have had the same level of success if you had have picked the other brand or the other um, logo probably not I mean I, I think LKI LKI we had an amazing community with LKI and I think you know the years of building the community through action sports and even fitness through LKI led into Ellisketty and I feel like our community really resonated with the shift um, but I don't I probably not for the reason that everybody in the team said Ellisketty they all liked that logo they all liked they just liked it so much more and even myself I was like okay um, and it was funny at first I was a bit nervous off it in 2016 I was like oh I don't know about that um, but you know listening to the team is, is a big part of it and um, yeah they're probably not as emotionally attached as I as I, I am and was and yeah I, I don't know I, I couldn't tell you that but I think the special part of it was is that we'd made the decision together and yep. we then let's go and I think that everyone bought into that yeah you know and and even you know and if, even if it was an 80 80 20 you know percentage wise it was 80 percent yes we were going to do it because yeah. everyone said yes and everyone else would have bought in but it was pr- I swear it was like 99 percent. yeah let's do it <laughs> but it's, it's and it was very grassroots like we didn't have an agency we had no money so we didn't have a branding agency we didn't have anyone do it we just we literally just had to make these decisions because we were almost in a desperate moment of like, okay, the brand's not doing very well. We need well. to figure something out. Yeah, I just had my first born. I'm like, okay, well, like I'm in the real world now. Like my mm. son's just been born in 2018 and, you know, I've got to put food on the table. Like it's not just my wife, Ali, and I anymore. Like, so, do you know, it, it, yeah, like it was a kind of a, okay, we've got to make this work and what do we do? So, and it was not guaranteed it was going to work. Um, it's for such a simple word mark though like such a it's almost like the details in the simplicity right because yeah. it's so recognisable like looking at the LKI one it's still cool and like you said you had the community but I think 
this this word mark is so so simple but so strong and so recognisable that yeah, it just oh yeah, well, there it <laughs> is there yeah 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 backwards. because you see it everywhere right like yeah, it just yeah, popped up, it just yeah. all of a sudden just you yeah. started seeing it right yeah it's crazy yeah I mean uh, and 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 I think that's what it it resonated with so many people like the logo and then I think the big part of us was going back to standing for something yep. you know the, you've got the logo but what's the brand stand for and then the quality the as well right because yeah and trying to develop the best product in the world for the community these, the are, these are insane yeah I mean this yeah, is a nice thick, yeah. heavy cotton t-shirt <laughs> loving this this looks yeah. good yeah I want to talk yeah, about you, you um, beat me to the punch <laughs> on that one <laughs> I want to talk about um like you've got the buy-in of your employees and the LSKD and now you've developed your, your six, is it your value statements? Six core values, yeah. Yeah, and I think like you've got them obviously in your warehouse, you've got them in the offices and then in your... Um, you got them, got them on the bags, on the merch. Yeah, you got everywhere. Them. I mean, on, the, on, the, on the stickers as well. Like, oh, yeah. Yep. On the drink bottle. Yeah, <laughs> talk, us, talk us through, you know, those six and, and how Office. you came up with them and, and yeah. what that sort of means for the team. Well, I mean, it was, it was around 2020 and, and we'd made a few mistakes during Black Friday. We took around six weeks to ship our orders and, and it was kind of a tough period, to be honest, because we were so successful uh, and so stoked, but we'd made some serious mistakes by shipping late. And if I'm honest, we were listening to a book called Delivering Happiness by Tony Shea. He uh, sadly passed away and he was the founder of Zappos and he talked about how he created his values uh, at Zappos. And we were like, we love that. Like, why don't we you know, get our team involved to create the company values and let's do an anonymous form, get everyone to fill out what they think their values are that would align to LSKD. And then we print, you know, then we kind of consolidated it all from a spreadsheet and then started printing it out. And we were just putting it on the table and going, would we go to work for that? You know, like just, just making it fun. Like it took yeah. us about six months and then we created our six, which is enjoy the journey, uh, you know, create a community 1% better every day, move fast, break shit. If there's a better way to do it, find it. And, Oh my gosh, I think I forgot. Sweep the sheds. Oh my God. Sweep the sheds. I always get put under this pressure that, every single time. Sweep the sheds. Uh, that's, that's, good ne- footy. that's nearly the best one. That, that's oh, a good oh, footy oh, club oh, one. I heard sweep, you say, the sweep, sweep the sheds. Sweep the sheds. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good footy club one. Yeah, sweep the and, sheds. And, yeah, no one's bigger than the team and no one's too big to do the small things. And yeah. as you said, when you walked in, like no one has an office, no one has a car park, like it's first in, best dressed. Um, I said that to the boys. I said, if Jace got here late, his car will be over on the grass. Yeah, I don't know where I'm over there somewhere. Um, yeah, I just dropped my daughter this morning to daycare, so it was a little bit late. Um, yeah, I, I heard you say, like, um, the one we don't have competition, we set the standard. And, like, that's actually just a quote we use as a brand. That is, I love value. that one. But, man, you know, yeah. we, we have those things. And, and, and all these things that we've done around those sort of quotes, we've had up since 2018. Like, we it moved from our uh, original office into the new office. And we just try to stay true to that every single day as a team and make decisions off it. It really sounds like since 2018, you really found your identity as a brand and you've just built off that and launched off that and, and had this massive buy-in from you know internally which then you know has built your, your brand and almost just skyrocketed like yeah and I think like it, it may sound really easy doesn't it <laughs> 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 um, yeah and, and I mean it was it, you know and I think I, I didn't we didn't want to overcomplicate it right mm. like when we you know when we even when we created our values well like well you know 1% better every day like you know I live and breathe that personally I love fitness you know we're just chatting before getting, you know, I'm getting ready for a marathon in a month's time uh, to go for my third full marathon you know trying to go sub three like you know these values where it's like enjoy the journey when you're having a tough moment it's like you know have fun be yourself embrace diversity like you've got to have fun like yeah. you know and that and that, that can mean uh, you know having fun in the office like you know you're in a meeting you come up with a big decision how do you enjoy it 
to come up with a decision because you're making hundreds of decisions every single day. Um, you know, and there's a lot of pressure on the entire team. So, you know, you try to use those values to try to make decisions as a group or individually, because it's not just myself making decisions every day, it's everybody in the team, no matter what the role has to make some sort of decision. And um, yeah, I think, and it helped us get clear. I was, I was so distracted in the early days of just trying to think I had to do everything uh, and be everywhere where I was like, I don't, I don't think I can do that very well anymore. Um, or maybe I can just focus on one thing. Mm. Uh, and it can be my career because I genuinely, I, I just love what I do. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm just hearing a lot of empowerment and it sounds like that shift in you has helped expand and empower, empower your rock stars to help you make those decisions and make you grow because I like... I know for a fact that all this doesn't happen just just with you pedaling. No, definitely not with me. We have a great team. Uh, yeah, they've done a phenomenal job, and and they've made like so many key decisions that they've even made on their own because they've gone back to the mission and values. You know, you don't. I don't. I don't think we'd be in this position if would be no way we'd be in this position if it wasn't for the team. Yes, I was a part of having to make the decisions for the mission, the values, the brand decision, and what we do as a product. And I'm I'm in. You know, I'm constantly, I'm sitting in product meetings, I'm, you know, with the marketing team, like I'm, you know, I'm always working with the team. My desk is kind of everywhere because I love being a part of it to constantly learn. Um, and you've got to be on it. But yeah, without the team, we wouldn't be in this position. Like it's just, you know, hands down. Like there's so many things that happens every single day that kind of just happens because the team make these really important decisions, um, which allows me to work on, you know, work on the brand as well. Can you talk yeah. to us about the team and how you went from you know twelve to you know, circa one hundred and seventy? Like, how, what was the growth like with that, and how did that just naturally progress? I mean, you've got you know, you've got your accounting you know, like in the corner, and then you've got your design, in-house design, and you've got your warehouse team. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, um, yeah, I mean, it's quite mind blowing actually. Just even thinking about how we answer that. <laughs> we walked um, in, the office just kept going. It was yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you know, we I, I met my. Uh, CFO, um, he came on a day a week in 2018, actually the month before we changed the brand and I met him through someone that was mentoring me and he came on day a week. We didn't have, uh, I actually had a government grant help pay for him um, <laughs> because I couldn't afford him and and uh, he's like, I'll help you a day a week and now he's full time and he's amazing, Matt. And um, you know, he really taught me how to read a P&L and, and you know, forecasting, you know, cash flow forecasting and planning and so I think having that art and science really helped me understand what I needed to do within my, you know, I love the art side of the brand and really helped me understand what I needed to do. And I think, you know, it, it, it kind of, we were building this team and I think relationships are really important. Like we've got some of our teams, like you mentioned Carol, like Carol came from, you know, one of our teammates, Elliot, because it was a referrer friend and her friend joined and Carol's just moved from, you know, community experience now into, into partnerships. Mm. So she's moving in within roles and we've had teammates move from fulfillment center in the warehouse to, you know, <clears throat> move from a role into brand partnerships. And now it's finally, you know, Portia finally gone into, you know, people and culture, what she's studying at university and she's only 21. Like, mm. It's, it's really inspiring to watch the pipeline of our team and development. They're not just stuck in one role and how do we develop our team? So I think that's something we're working really hard on as a brand is, you know, is finding the right people and then helping develop them. Um, how we got to that, I mean, it just kind of, we got, you know, Keith, our, our COO, I've known him for, I mean, 10 plus years. We, we met at a music festival. And, uh, yeah, which one? Uh, I think it was some field days uh, a long time ago. But, you know, and then we kicked it off and he was at City Beach and, uh, we were stocking that store and he was in HR there and, and he was helping me with, essentially was helping me with um, 
how we promoted the brand more to the, the retail team in store and we kept in touch and he helped me a lot and then he moved to the UK for five years and he kind of helped me a lot to learn the kind of I suppose people and culture or the, the generic work HR uh, or we call it team experience but you know that, Ooh, we that, might borrow that one yeah. <laughs> and you know we, we that that sort of stuff just you know Keith joined us in 2020 and made a huge impact on that side of it as well with with recruitment and, and people and, and, and recruiting you know the right team members so but those relationships started years before that I think it's you know it's finding the right people I mean um, it's really important you know and, and, and helping develop them with our books and personal development journey and what we do as a brand as well so we saw okay. we actually saw that down there. So you've got like a little library area with all the books that are they the books that have inspired you and you um, share them with the team and stuff. Not just me. I mean, there's books in there that have inspired the team as well. Like we we have a book club that we share um, throughout the team, like through the team, and we just we drop books. It's got our original catalogs in there from our first one in 2007 as well. It's a bit of a kind of history slash book club, um, and then we you know we pay for everyone's Audible account as well here for books ah. as well and. Yeah, you know, we, we, we work, you know, we have like offside. I mean, I did Myers-Briggs this week, which was really fun. Um, I actually, I did it with the marketing team, but there's been different departments do it this week. And so we did that this week with our, with our personal development coach. So we go off site for the day and do stuff like that too. So we kind of do a bunch of different things to really help develop our teams and ourselves because I'm constantly learning as well at the same time. Just inspire each other. Yeah, and constantly learn and, and grow and develop. So, and it was fun. I got to learn a lot about myself. I found out I'm an extrovert, which I didn't, think that was kind of knew that but it was really good balance of learning around like introverts and extroverts and how we work together and you know because you've got to get that balance like it can get quite overwhelming when an introvert with an extroverts too many extroverts with an introvert right they don't want that like and 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 it's not that they don't but they like to you know be quiet and get things done where an extrovert loves to be loud and so it's just getting that balance of how we work together with each other and and uh which is really fun too so yeah um that's kind of how we kind of do things a little bit differently as well. Can I can I take us back to that, I think it was 2002, and just that journey where, or take us back to the time where the realisation came where was it a specific product that you sold or a run or a risk that you took that you went, oh, I think I'm onto something, like the, the realisation that you were, you know, was there a specific moment where you thought, yeah, I'm on here, if I keep doing more of this, I'm going to um, get somewhere? I think that it was probably 2007, like in the early days we made some t-shirts and we'd set up at the motocross track um, and we do a lot of local events now. So we were doing those back then at, you know, at the local event where there'd be 500 athletes competing. And we honestly, like I, I'm not a designer, so I don't actually know how to use the programs, but I love product, but I'm not a designer. So we, we were just like, I was showing you the first t-shirt. Yeah, like, that was sick. It actually had Chad Reed on the front of it. It was it was a contra deal with some plants because my mum owned a plant nursery to, to, <laughs> to, to make the t-shirts for us, I think it was. And it was a long time ago, but it was probably 2007 because I kept getting asked. Like, our, like you know, we, it was a bunch of us athletes and everyone wanted product to wear when they weren't racing. And I kept getting asked, when are you making new stuff? When are you making new stuff? I thought, oh, you know what? Like, I could actually do something with this. And, you know, initially I didn't actually think of how can you sell product in it can become a job i'm like it's a you know 50 t-shirt you know back you know, then you're like okay how does that even become a job you know i was a kid i had no idea that there was an opportunity to make it a career um but i think it was around 2007 when i was like okay cool like and then i think we got five t-shirts designed by this local designer and he actually at the time created the lki logo with all these other five designs and i said oh that's not bad that design and he said okay well i'll just you know i'll throw it in and i think we paid 30 dollars for it and huh. out of about 
$1,800 worth of designs that we, uh, you know, we, we pretty much had to put on my mum's credit card to pay for it and uh, had to pay off her credit card over how many years because that was how we Shout paid for it. Shout out, mum. Yeah, so she played a big part in it, you know. She's no longer here now, but she played a huge part in the early days and was a massive help. And um, But that was the start of it. And I think then, 2007, I think we made a 1,000 T-shirts of all different colors and designs and was like, all right, let's make a thousand. There was no science behind it. It was just, <laughs> I don't know why we made a thousand. I was just like a thousand. And, and then I got to get on the road and I got to sell these t-shirts and I, I had to get a catalog made, um, which is still got. And I had to walk into motorbike retailers and surf stores and try and sell it off a one page essentially catalog <laughs> and with a little order form and try and take orders and, was there someone that backed you early? Would you say, because you probably, no doubt, you knocked on a fair few doors that got slammed? Yeah, like, a lot. Was there some, yeah, 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 <laughs> a yeah lot, exactly. A lot. Uh, a lot of no's, thousands of no's, um, which just drove me to want to be better in anything, you know, when you got a no, it's like, it's not a no, it's just a when. Yeah, um, yeah. Or oh, chase the no, they say chase the no, because yeah. you get too closer to the yeah. Yeah, and it hurts sometimes, because you'd be on the road and, you know, I'd travel to Perth and go on the road for a week and I'd get 10 no's and two yeses, you know, but you'd take the two yeses a win and you'd keep going. Um, there was a couple of stores. I'm trying to remember. One of them was in the Redlands MX world. And uh, it, one, the first one, actually, I remember was Wales Kawasaki. Uh, he actually came to me. And I thought, it's a funny story. I've never actually shared it. But he, he th- I thought he was going to sponsor me and give me a free motorbike. <laughs> I just wanted a free motorbike. I wanted to be an athlete. So I was like, oh, he's going to, you know, you know, Whaley's going to sponsor me. And I'm going to have this meeting. And I was a, I think I was like 16 or 17. And, and I'm like, sweet, I'm going to get a free motorbike. And he goes, I want a stock loose kid. And I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> I, honestly, I was like, oh okay cool <laughs> cool and 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 then it was never that easy after that and uh he wanted to support and and brett whale is an absolute legend and and you know it, it was uh he was a massive help in the early days and you know i never actually raced kawasaki's in the end but he was a really big help um then but yeah it's actually cool to look back at that and think that you know he, he was a huge help then and i just wanted a free bike but to, to race motorbikes because i couldn't afford bikes but um yeah he was a big help yeah, that's uh can we like there's a lot of um a lot of amazing stuff here can you talk to us where where do you think the rough times were if you know if any yeah was but, there a but, time but, where but you no thought oh, is, it's not going to work out 100 yeah. percent. like <laughs> across the journey might be recent might be you know I think, further behind but ha, ha, like how'd you deal with it i think as a founder and, and anyone within business you've always got that productive paranoia right like you're always worried i don't think that ever leaves so that you. hasn't left now i don't know i don't know never like yep. it doesn't leave you because you've constantly got to be better like it doesn't matter like you have to be better for your team for the community as a brand and you know i don't think that ever leaves you like it's not like oh we've made it like we've got a long way to go like we're early days here and i think that um do you know but there were so many times where it was like you know there was weeks i couldn't pay myself in 2018 and had to make sure the team was paid because we were waiting to be paid by retailers. Anyone that's in wholesale knows you would send product and you know, you would send product and you would have to wait 30 days to be paid. Some of them would take 75 days to pay you. So you were waiting to be paid, but you, so it wasn't, you know, to, to obviously in cash flow is very important. We're a self-funded business. So yeah, there was so many times like that, like that with like that, obviously not, not, not anymore, but that those times were, were really, really hard. I mean, you're just looking at the bank account going, yeah, you know, Shit. and in my, my, you know, Matt would be like, we're not going broke, but this is like, you're waiting to be paid. And that, and that really drove me to want to build something direct because we could really control our brand message and why and control where we, where our destiny as a brand was a real passion to get into like e-commerce and, and, and you know, design product for the community, not for what the retailer wanted. 
um, but more our community. But yeah, that was. I mean, that that, that that never leaves you the worry, right? That just doesn't. I think as anyone in business, not just a founder, but I think it's those times were very testing but almost you need to go through those times because they make you so they much learn. better like, resilience yeah yeah I think that's if you don't have those times you don't have that respect for it if it's too easy you don't gain that understanding and respect that really makes you appreciate it when it does become successful or you know I think that's something that I look back on a lot and go like you could you know you can't, it, you've got to be on it you can't drop the ball I um I heard something in a pod I was listening to Jacius in the research and you said that you relied on the um the retailers and all that sort of stuff for a long time but that can be brutal they can change their mind they can lessen orders yep. um, they they control you essentially how important has it been to build your own community and um, link arms with them that that back you and buy into your story and and all that sort of stuff rather than relying on the you know the yeah. beasts like i think wholesale is still re- like a really important part to a brand i wouldn't say like wholesale is not but i think if you build something with a strong why and you know where you sit as a brand, then I think then you find the right partners that you work with for a stronger why to partner with, not to just sell to sell lots of product, if that makes sense. But yeah, I think it's really important. I think it's like, you know, um, I mean, we, we, you know, we, we, we went through times where like you would be developing product and you'd be like, okay, cool. That's what we'd really love to develop for our community. This is what they want because based off five years of sales, they know it's worked every year, but we really want to push boundaries for the community. And those are the things where we were like, we want to keep trying to level up and listen to our community. And, you know, we wanted to control our destiny as a brand and, 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 and it wasn't easy to get into being, I suppose you call it D to C. Uh, it took a long time and just constantly refining it and learning and making mistakes and getting better. But, and I, and, I, and, I, and I think that's, you know, why we're so passionate about, you know, one of our values, create a community, right? Like com- our community is why we are here and who we work for because, you know, they are the most important thing, you know, you can't forget that. And Carol that you met before was in our community experience team every day and now she's moved into brand partnership. So she was talking to the community every day. So you experienced what we do offline is online. Like we try and try and bridge the gap because that's the thing. You, we're trying not to make it like we're behind a, we are real people behind a computer screen chatting to the community. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I love it. I, sorry, I just quickly, quickly. I, I saw, saw, saw downstairs there were a couple of tradies just meeting at your little cafe down yeah. there. You know what I mean? They yeah, weren't yeah. buying anything. Yeah. Well, they might have, but they were just catching Probably up. Not, no, they yeah. were just two guys catching up. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just thinking in my head, going, "We'll meet at LSKD, man. We'll, we'll get a coffee yeah. out in the sun." And yeah. for me, I was just like, "So guys, just said we'll meet there." You know? Yeah, and cool. I reckon that's yeah, anyway that stood out to me as community. Um, Destination, you know, man. Destination. To come and get involved, Let's stop yeah. there. It's a vibe down there, and that's um, why we wanted yeah. to have that. You know, in the, you know that environment where we have a big community around us within where we are uh, in Logan. You know, yeah. of other businesses and brands, and how do we, you know, almost think create a community within within the area we're in as well. They're just as important. Like it's not just us here, yeah. um, and we have a cafe that anyone can use. Like it's not just for us; it's for the community to use. Yeah, and it. yeah, yeah like it's kind of how we like to think of it. Um, yeah, can can you talk? I mean, to we us? had a market here on Saturday. Oh, really? yeah, like we had a market. Like I was at an mar- event. like a market market. Yeah, right. yeah, I was I was a, I was at an event um, with the team, um, Torian Pro, uh, a big CrossFit contest all weekend. But we had a big market here on Saturday where, um, yeah, the Just local cafe. traders. Yeah, yep, yeah, local businesses. They all set up in our car park, and it's for the local community. Yeah, so we do. Th- th- and then so yeah, good. so there's always little things like that happening that I think is really important for long term because whatever you do locally, you try to want to. Try and create globally. So I was going to ask that uh, e-commerce, move into e-commerce. So 
Can you talk us through that when you realise, hang on, I think that's going to be a thing and what that transition was like? Were you, was Shopify around then or did you have to, you were using, I think, is it Magento, Magento or whatever? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So can you talk us through that? Were you early? Were you late? Were you, uh, we were pretty, I mean, we were early slash late to Shopify, I would say, but we went on to Shopify in 2016. So we actually had Shopify for a That's while. That's pretty early, yeah. Yeah, um, and we'd made a ton of mistakes. I, you know, Magento, as everyone, you know, it, it, it kind of failed on us, but we had someone build it. It's cost us, it was a huge mistake. It cost us like hundreds of thousands of lost opportunity sales with the community. And back then, and I was freaking out because the store wouldn't check out because I tried to build it in-house. So I tried to build like an e-commerce team in-house back then and made a few mistakes and it was Magento. And lucky enough, uh, it was an agency on the Gold Coast, um, uh, they, they call something different now. It's Deadlane back then. They they got us out of the out of the shit and built us a store in like a few weeks and uh, got us on a Shopify. And this is back then. So and we were we were we were trying to build something then, but I just didn't know what I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So the lesson there is just I, I guess to look for the expertise instead of trying to bring it out. Yeah. Well, the lesson that for that one is uh, <laughs> listen to your team because one of the teammates said, I don't know if you go to this guy. I don't know if you should use him to build a website. I said, no, I like him. We'll give him a crack. Like let him have a go at it. And he was not experienced and he cooked the store. So the lesson for that is, is listen to the team. And I, it was a big eye opener for me because our team was like, I don't think he can do this. And I'm like, no, no, I think he can. And, and he made a huge mistake and the store for like four months went halved couldn't check out properly and that's when we went to Shopify and then had to pay for another store and one of our teammates uh, then was saying don't do it and I was like no we're going to do it so there's a bit of listen to your team right like that was probably yeah. the big learning and we went and then, yeah we you know kept learning from there um, and then there's the whole like digital marketing and media buying and you know building with you know digital ads and stuff that we started to learn in 2018 19 so how, how did you figure that out like the cust because man to grow something like this like Pete was saying like it's it's the amount of moving parts so yep. moving into that digital marketing thing how did you start to figure that out and work out your customer acquisition costs and all that kind of um, stuff um i mean we yeah we i mean we learned a lot like i actually was running if i'm honest i was running the ad account and i still look at it a lot every day if i'm honest uh, we have a great team so in the adwords account uh yeah 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 like in ads manager like yep. i still i still look at it almost every single day um you know, and work with the team on that stuff. I love that stuff as well. Like, you know, brand building and, and, uh, and that side of the data. Yeah, I, I do really enjoy that, but I don't like to think of it as data. I thought it's like brand building. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we, you know, we, we spent a lot of time looking at that, you know, it's the art and science, right? Like, and, and it took me a long time to understand how to do even, a, I suppose, a Facebook ad back then. And then I, uh, I met someone uh, back in 28, was it 2018 or 19? I started to learn it kind of found a couple of mentors in the industry that kind of mentored me how to build ads and then I started running it for a good 12 months and it was only in 2020 we only hired someone to join the team Lockie um, so, so you're in-house I was going to ask that so you guys are running all your digital marketing internally most of it yeah yep. Yep. so we have a yeah so we have a, a media buying team and digital like yeah so we kind of built all our own internal things with you know we have a content team the studio internally um you know, e-commerce. Um, we have a little bit external, but a lot of it we tried to build internally. And you know, it's a core competency, so we've really tried to learn it. I've also tried to really learn it and understand it because I think you can move faster when you have a good understanding of it for the team yep. um, and work close with them. But 
Yeah, there was, you know, it was, it's, you know, still get your hands dirty and get in there and learn. We, we kind of learned that lesson recently, haven't we, Pete, this year? Because we, with our, with our business, we do the property developments and stuff. We sort of, I was managing it at the start, then we bought someone in-house and then we sort of stepped back a bit. And then that step back, I think about 12 months later, we're like, hang on a minute, we're, we need to be in there and we need to be driving it sort of thing. And just in recent times, we're back in the ad account and working on the, you know, overseeing the creative. I think we, we went too far the other way and empowered our team a little bit too much. And I think it, I think it's just being involved. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's the big thing is being involved with them and, and because it's... The, it's always moving and shifting and there's things changing. I mean, it depends if you're talking about like whether it's a TikTok trend or reels or what's going on. And, and, and you're not just creating trends to be a part of a trend. It's what ties back to your why, but you kind of got to be on it to learn and be on it and work with them. Yep. You know, I don't think it's like, you know, you know, you want to empower the team to go and make mistakes and like push forward on what's happening. But also if you're not a part of it, you're going to, you're going to almost like, you're going to get left behind, which is not a good thing. So you've got to keep learning Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's moving so fast. Well, exactly. And, and that's what we found because we had a key player, um, you know, went to start his own business, shout out DC legend, but he was, we empowered him and he's had so much involvement that when he left, we were sort of yeah, exactly things had moved, right? So where we'd yeah. left it and we were involved, things had advanced so much further that we're like, oh shit, we're going to play catch up now. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, and I think like when you think of like digital marketing, it's it, you know that's I, I was lucky enough to be advertising in magazines back in two thousand and nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So you know I had relationships with editors, and we were doing double page ads back in the day. Um, you know, with LKI, our first ad was I think two thousand and nine or ten. So I got to learn how much an ad cost and to do a double page ad and what all that you know that you think about CPMs and you know the reach to the community. So the way I think of like digital, it's the new ways of magazines almost like in that Absolutely. sense. So yeah. it's a way to build a brand. It's not just about, there's the acquisition cost and what's your CAC and you know, all those things, what's CPM, what's, you know, you know, what's CPAs, all those like technical words, but it's also about brand building, I think as well. So just brand getting your, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, a, it's a way to getting build a brand. Getting your story out there. Yeah, yeah, and I think, you know, when you can when you can figure out, like, cause I think, I, think, I think the thing that we like were lucky enough in the early days is we did a lot of events and we do a lot of events now. We're always offline trying to do things with the community. So it's that balance, right? I think, I think where the world is now, it's, it's getting, you know, say a post COVID world, it's, 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 it's back to those times where you've got to be offline as well in terms of within the community, whatever your brand is or your space of business is, it's that not, you don't have to be everywhere, but where your, where's your community at? Dude, uh, this is, this is awesome. I sort of want to divert the conversation a little bit um, and talk about like the competition and, you know, the big market that that is you know streetwear and gymwear and stuff there's a lot yeah. of big dogs that sort of play around in that area um you know that can almost control the scene and then yeah. you've sort of come in and you know you're everywhere and you're talking about you know san francisco you touched on briefly like san diego, san diego. San diego yeah, yeah. sorry yeah. that's all right um yeah how, how how do you find like trying to stay you know one of your, your values is, is, is you know keeping your head or one percent uh, better one percent no the, sorry the one about um we don't have competition. We sort of yeah. Well, that's not a value. That's just a quote we use. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it still ties together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you've got to smash the competition, and, and you obviously are. Like with this this whole setup. Like, how do you? What do you? What do you? What does LSK do to break the barrier and to and you know, you see people walking down the street wearing wearing LSKD. So how do you think that you've infiltrated the market and, and stayed relevant and, and kept it? You know, Taking and, on the big boys. Taking on the big boys. <laughs> yeah. And and winning, man, and winning because yeah, if you because if, if you just go and buy boots on the ground. Like LSKDs everywhere. Yeah, thanks. I mean, I still feel like we've got a long way to go. But I mean, I, I think 
you know, I don't, I don't really try to think like that. I mean, there's a look, there's a lot of competition out there. Yes, there's there's these really big players that are really inspiring too, right? They have amazing stories, and I think I look at like what what's go back to our mission to inspire people to chase survive and our values and what we do as a brand to stay in our lane and and build that and learn from that. I mean, you got to keep innovating, you got to keep setting the standard, but always bring it back to what we're doing don't worry about anyone else because intrinsic yeah. well because I mean in, in the early days of LKI we, we, we always used to watch what everyone did we were like oh we should be doing that we should be it's like hang on a minute like the, you don't have to do that like mm. what do, what matters to you and your brand to your community to inspire them and I think that's the that I think I mean I, I don't know you know that's just an opinion not mm. it's not the you know I don't know you know it's it sounds uh, like you're being like proactive with it rather than yeah I mean you've got to you got to constantly push and you got to constantly feel like there's you know because you know four years ago we were you know or even a couple of years ago we were in our you know you know 450 square meter office and uh you know we always have that like we still have that office we do tours there it's like stay humble like you know it's it's that's where it started and and you just because we're in this amazing location now and custom built building doesn't mean that we've made it like Mm. we've really got to make sure we stay humble and and stay focused as a team uh and 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 always bring everything back to mission and values don't get ahead of ourselves with you know thinking we've we're too good we're not like so i think that's how we hopefully can stay relevant as a brand i think that's the big thing um and making sure we're focusing on our product you know we're really focused on our like you know on our sportswear and women's leggings and men's shorts and our fabrics within the women's legging our rep fabric our zephyr fabric which is really buttery soft and the fit for the athlete and how they can chase the vibe in that product they're the things that we're really focused well, on I mean, for them as soon as we put all this yeah, merch on we're like how good is this I've never felt shit like this yeah, <laughs> no credit this, but, is, this is unreal <laughs> and, and is that like a part of that is with the relevancy and stuff making the, those partnerships with the athletes and stuff because you guys have got some cool athletes and I yeah. feel like some different ones as well do you know what I mean you're not just sort of the yeah. same sort of athletes yeah thanks I mean we, we yeah we're really focused on the athlete and the community athlete I think you know we you know, between especially between functional fitness, CrossFit, running, and 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 those athletes and what we're building there. You know, we we don't we tend to we're very athlete focused as a brand, and that's you know we feel if we can inspire people to get out and chase the vibe and and be one percent better and create a community and do these things. And it doesn't you don't have to win. It's about getting out and doing things. Like I'm most happiest when, you know, I'm I've gone for a run or I've worked out or like it's that you know, being out there and doing something. Um, so I think that's you know that's really important. You've got to get up role. and you've got to get moving, Brucey. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> second workout today. Hey, oh yeah, we'll Coming get there. No, well, Peter and I spoke about that this morning. And, you know, Peter's on a bit of a yeah, health kick at the moment and getting yeah, up and kick. moving. And, Great work. Yeah, no, we're, we're up at 4.30 this morning, then we're on the beach and, and walking. And nice. we, we always speak about, you know, the, the movement and just how good you feel when you do it. Like, yeah. I think, yeah, it's a test of, you know, where I've been and, and how good I feel with the, with the movement. And then, you know, you throw in some good merch as well and you, you're feeling <laughs> a million bucks. Feel, well, feeling crispy <laughs> while you're moving. That's, 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 that's the goal. I mean, yeah, and, and we, we all train in the product. We all test yeah. it. I mean, we, you know, we you know I'm testing a lot of our products all the time and, and you know, I, I'm obsessed with fitness. Like, I've, you know, we mm. before, like, about it, like, I, you know, I've... Sub three hour marathon. I'm gonna give it a crack. <laughs> if you don't know mind, get it, but you know, hopefully injury free. So, um, but yeah, like you know, the focus on that and the discipline and having, you know, I've got a coach that you know that I have like you know that's that they give me our like there's a bunch of us doing it in the office and 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 some other friends of ours that are doing the same and have the same coach and it keeps us disciplined and it keeps us focused and you know and I think that's really important and that's you know that's what we are you know to inspire people to get out. And you don't know who 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 you're inspiring every day by doing something that 
you know, within whether it's fitness or, or something that inspires somebody from an outside in, because I get inspired from our team. Mm. You know, we have so many team members running their first half marathon or, you know, on their fitness journey. And you're like, Fuck, that's so cool. Like mm. it doesn't matter. It, it's, it's all the, it's all relevant. So yeah, I mean, that's, you know, hopefully, you know, just keep doing that and, yeah. uh, and, and keep so setting many- goals for events and, and training. Yeah. I'm, uh, that's one of the things that keeps me ticking. You know, we spoke earlier, like I've got the you know, half marathon and the, and the half Ironman coming you up. You did a PB well. deadlift and oh, yeah, P- <laughs> did two the other day. It was pretty pretty. I picked him I up. Know, I told him. He, he, he spreads <laughs> the word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've we, we got to show him the photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One, six, no, five dead. Like, I mean, yeah. And I love that stuff. How'd you know that? Oh, yeah. I was interested. I love that stuff yeah. like, no, I, th- you know. I think setting goals and like you say having something to look forward to and work towards it keeps keeps you honest keeps you working moving and moving forward and and you know you know you're young it keeps you off the piss on a friday night or a saturday night you know like because you've it, got somewhere to go exactly. you've got you've got a mission you're trying to complete yeah, somebody Absolutely. told me somebody recently told me uh, actually red frogs we we were close with them and you know everyone remembers them from schoolies week yeah. and and uh <laughs> yeah and and they're legends and and then actually they told they told us uh at a charity event that um i think it's 50% more or 50, it's around 50% are now opting to like go get breakfast in the morning instead of going out partying and I think that's super inspiring right like I, yeah, that's a I big movement happening I, I and I love that Sunday. and I think it's the youth man like it's yeah. just a generational shift as well I think with guys like you creating brands like this and then guys like Marcus is significant younger than us coming through they're the ones making that shift I think yeah. the more I speak a- to my mates the more they're like I love my Sundays and my Saturdays and actually getting stuff done rather than feeling miserable till 12 o'clock yeah, in the afternoon and- I mean you can still have fun but I mean exactly right yeah. you kind of feel like you, you'd waste it and I think <clears throat> for me in, in you know I, I almost plan my week of with like training and structure for that before yeah. I even know what like, like for, for what's happening with work like yeah. it's family and, and, and my training is so important because I, I need to stay healthy and fit and, yeah, morning and strong for the mindset so morning person yeah, I mean, being a carpenter growing up, I was up early. So, yeah, I normally yeah. try to get up at like 4, 4 a.m.-ish. Shit, and really uh, nice. <laughs> really training at like 5.15. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, nice. yeah, and trying to use that time in the morning for like stretch, um, yeah. listen to an audio book, um, coffee, of yeah. course. So, but, uh, so what time are you nodding off then if you're getting up at 4? Are you early to bed or are you you're uh, burning at both ends? depends on the kids, ends? right? Um, it depends on when they – hopefully they go to bed early. Um, yeah, it dep- I mean, it depends. Um, try to be in bed by 9. 9.30 to do the four uh, yeah yeah I mean yeah, you know, as long as you get some deep sleep the hours sleep. are in the morning oh, yeah. exactly. oh, yeah. anyone's yeah. looking for the hours oh. they're in the morning do you want to hear something funny <laughs> I said to the wife the other day she's because she, you, you'd said oh if you're looking for hours they're in the morning and the wife was like complaining about something I'm going well Joe if you're looking for hours PK reckons you'll find them in the morning didn't go down that well <laughs> that's the worst thing to say yeah I know I know I did it she said shut up idiot but um can I ask is it because Notable people getting around in the LSKD. There's obviously ones that you do brand partnerships and stuff. But have you? Has there been any that you've seen pop up on the socials, or someone sent you a picture and, the, and then you, in your LSKD, do you, and you go, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I mean, that's we've, wild. We've had different celebrities wear the brand. I mean, like, which which is super cool. Um, I think I think what's really cool is when I see different athletes wearing the brand, and I go, "Wow!" Like they've like. The athletes wearing They're the brand. chosen to wear yeah, it. Yeah, you know, we just signed an amazing CrossFit athlete, Sarah Sigma's daughter. Oh, um, I've seen her, man. She's savage. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's a really inspiring female athlete. Um, and and you know, huge community. And 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 how that relationship fostered wasn't by 
you know, it, it was really organic. She wanted to wear the brand. She mm. tested it. She was competing in it and, and, and actually loved what our value stood for. And then it was three, four months later, we got on a call and, and it was just talking about values and our stories. And that's how the relationship fostered. It wasn't like, can you post five posts on Instagram? Yeah, like yeah. that How much is that going to cost? <laughs> it, it, was, <laughs> it was really, you know, yes, there's, there's contracts and there's all that stuff, but it was really around like, can we work together? You know, like, you know, because we treat you as an internal team member, like you're just as important, like, you know, our athletes are out storytelling our mission and values. And I think that's really special to me. Like, mm. and our community are the same. I think, I think I, I get a kick when I see different, when I, you know, you go to different locations or even being in America and San Diego and you see a new community wearing the brand, it's like, wow, like a brand from Logan building a, a global brand is really <laughs> special. So, yeah. Man, and that Sigma's daughter, there's the, she's, she's a crossword. Crossword world, athlete, yeah. She's world champion. She won, she won, she's yeah, won so it before. She's, she's been off for two years with injury. So that actually the semifinals are this weekend. Um, yeah, she's competing. I've, I've watched it on Netflix. I've seen her on Netflix. Yeah. They had the, the, the CrossFit, best, man. man. It's crazy. Yeah, man. we just had the guys that used to film that here. They were over from America, actually. It was really cool, the Buttery Bros. And they came in our office and they flew in from America and came straight to our office. Um, yeah, they obviously got bunch of product but they came and trained in our gym they just flew in off like a 30 hour flight and they came and sweated in our gym and worked out and stayed here for about five hours and hung out it was super cool and they were the guys that created that that, that, that yeah, yeah that's sort of such a good videos and so that's the cool thing we always have different athletes coming in or not even non-athletes just uh, athletes a few, few non-athletes athletes in, today as in they're not <laughs> athletes, athletes, athletes. <laughs> but, you know, they, they, Under we, have so, <laughs> we have so many people coming to use our space and just train in it and that's kind of inspiring it keeps you motivated you know you see them training you're like I got FOMO I need to get it and work out <laughs> creating a serious vibe chasing the vibe yeah um, giving it a crack giving it a crack one thing yeah do want to mention that even the way you speak about you, you call them teammates you know, you call them teammates. I feel like, you know, for you as the leader of this place and, and you know, something that you born to over 20 years ago, you, you, you call them teammates and that and that will filter through and they'll feel like teammates rather than, you know, they work for yeah. me, they and do I, this, that yeah. that type of talk. And I love that you, you know, you want to learn and you want to get your hands dirty with, with the guys that are doing it and part of the team. Sweep I think. the sheds, Brucey. <laughs> That's it. No, it's yeah. a real, real testament that, like, you know, you're, you're in and under, and you're there doing doing that, and obviously your your staff and your employees see that, and you don't tell them what to do. You show man. them what to yeah. do. Inspiring shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't like calling them staff and please. I'm not a fan yeah, of that it's, word. It's team, right. in, like, that's why as a team. But like you said, yeah. like that's why. Like I'm just not a fan of that. Mm. I feel like it's not. A, doesn't it doesn't feel inclusive for me? Like yeah. I just yeah. feel like calling them a teammate because we are a team. Yeah. We are a team. So that's why we, you know, say that. Uh, uh, you know, really big. And I don't like calling our community customers. Like I like yeah. calling community for that reason. I feel like it creates more of a connection for long-term mm. thinking. Um, so yeah, that's like, and that's just happened, almost happened naturally without trying to force it either and go, yeah. oh, we've got to do it this because we'll look good. It's no, like yeah. let's just do it because it feels right. Yeah. What, what, what What's the secret to, because I think we've learned over the journey of our podcast, it is about people and the team and stuff, but what's the secret or what have you found is the secret to building a team? Because like we said, we walked in there and I've never walked into an office and felt so welcome ever. Like we'll walk in there. Yeah, they, they all did, man. Yeah. They all looked up from their computer. They all said hello. Like we're no one, you know. And so how, how do That's you find cool. them? Because, you know, I told him to say that. Because we've had we've had a successful guy on uh, 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 Scotty Didier would say that you hire slow, fire fast. You know, so yeah. have you? Yeah, how, how have you been able to curate such a, a, a an epic team? I mean, it, you know, uh, there's a book, Good to Great, and Jim Collins talks about get the right people on the bus, and I think, you know, we try to find 
teammates that align to the values. And, and is what, that ads though? Are you on Seek or are you oh, guys? I mean, or is it? You mentioned about uh, referral, refer a friend. Or yeah. So I mean, if you talked from the down in the like so micro level of like how do we do it? Yeah, we have yeah. ads on Seek. We have a team experience team that are constantly pipelining and talking to teammates. We have, um, you know, we ads on our socials. We're sharing stories when we're looking for certain roles. So you cast the There's, net nice and wide. And yeah, and trying to build and and and, and trying to build relationships early. I think that's the really important part is build relationships early because you know you have one interview like that's you know that's one interview and you're going to work with that person so how do you get to know people even six months in advance before they even join or 12 months or two years like i you know we joke like i've known our keith for 10 years and then he's finally joined us like yeah. that's special. so it's high, that higher slow piece that he mentions yeah so yeah and I, and I don't and, I don't, and, I don't, and that's not always like and we're not perfect either, right? Like there's plenty of mistakes we've made, but I think it's trying to constantly improve and learn from them. Um, you know, and the whole higher, slow, fire, fast is kind of like, well, what do you stand for? What are you, what, 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 like, what do you, what is your team going to, what do they want to come to work for every day, right? Like, it's, you know, that's, I think we're in a world now where you want to stand for something, not just come to work to just make money. Like You want to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. and you want to make a difference. Greater, greater purpose, yeah. Yeah, so, I, I, you know, the, the the rest becomes a byproduct. So I, th- I think, like, you know, we on board with books. We give out our books if they enjoy them, you know. Hopefully they like them and they want to come on a journey with us. But, yeah, there's a number of different ways we do it. I mean, and, you know, I'll be having a conversation in a st- one of our stores and I might meet someone new and I'll be like, oh, hey, you need to talk to this person. <laughs> you know, like, if there's ever an opportunity, we'd love to chat or, hey, here's, like, here's a book or, you know, it's it's it's, it's relationships, um, I think, is the big part. Um, yeah, know, awesome. Yeah, that I think, and that's kind of how it's happened, really. Love it, love it, Jace. This is a sick story. We've got our <laughs> our world famous segment, the fish tank oh, I'm that Marcus runs. Uh, take roll, roll the intro, Bonnie. <laughs> Hit the intro, BB. <laughs> so um yeah welcome to the fish tank jason thanks no for worries. coming you think that's funny you need to you need to watch the intro oh i'm nervous <laughs> but I, yeah I'll, yeah i'll give it a crap all right so this this is the fish tank this is where our audience our lovely audience they uh they're sending their best business pitches and we dissect it and we um and we let them know whether we're going to invest or we're going to keep our money under the mattress so <laughs> okay <laughs> Welcome. So this one's sent in from Olivia Montgomery, and the business name is Wardrobe Warrior. It's a bit close to home, this one, but we'll see. We do try and align them with the guests where we can, or you do. Yes, Yes, we are. We are sieving through them all and and trying to find the best ones that will suit fit for the uh, the guests. So anyway, Olivia, the Wardrobe Warrior. So Olivia, I want to create a fitness apparel brand that combines functionality and and fashion to create stylish gymwear for women. My designs will have multiple pockets and compartments to hold personal items such as phones, keys, wallets, allowing women to work out hands-free and worry-free. Initially, I plan to run a Kickstarter program and leverage social media platforms to gain traction and raise awareness of my brand. I'll also partner with local gyms and fitness studios to offer exclusive discounts to their members and promote my brand through word-of-mouth marketing. We'll generate revenue by selling our products online through our website and partnering with fitness retailers. We'll also offer customization services to individual customers and businesses, allowing, allowing them to design their gym, gym wear using my signature pockets and compartments. Right. That's a big question. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. to it. So, and I have to an- answer. We'll help you. Me and Pete will help you. We'll help you. Okay. So, break it down, Brucey. What was that again? So, it's a... It's a Ideally, it's a, 
uh, function, cus, cus, yeah, a functional, fu- a functional women's wear, active uh, wear, active wear. Okay. So, what do you mean, like this joint's done? <laughs> That's why I said it's, yeah. it's a, a bit going on. It's a highly competitive market. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and you're talking about like. Would you invest in it, or were you talking? Yeah, about would you invest? So, what was the inv- did they give that? Yeah, so so Olivia is asking for her initial investment of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for twenty percent stake. What's the valuation, PK? Seven fifty? No, I don't know. Seven fifty. Seven fifty. Three quarters of a mil is her valuation. You happy with that valuation, oh, Betty? I don't know. I don't know mate. <laughs> Has she done any sales yet? Oh, oh, yeah. no, that's a good question. No, 100%. Yeah, that's the yeah, only question. It's the only question. Oh, she, yeah, she needs a bit of. Bit of something behind so it, kid, no, it doesn't sound like because she's going to no, launch a Kickstarter. Yeah, so it's more, yeah. So she's, a Kickstarter is where they, it's yeah. like a crowd, uh, crowdfunding. Yeah, that's platform. what it sounds like, and she needs a bit of capital behind her to get the her, obviously her design. Well, for and starters, the twenty percent's a bit skinny. If <laughs> <laughs> anyone's fifty or nothing, <laughs> <laughs> but it does sound uh, sounds very familiar. To I think it's what just what's what's the why? Yeah. yeah. Like, what's the why yeah. behind it? Like, what, what, why? Why? Like, why? Like, why is there a brand? Like, why is she starting a brand? And what's like why? You what's know, the like purpose? What's, yeah, like what's the mission purpose? Like, what's you know values aside? Like, why are you starting it? And then mm. you know, I think it's you know no amount of capital. I feel like would a brand has to start with. A purpose, from, yeah, and, and and that pure almost grid of like money, money isn't going to help it. Mm. Thinking that's a my yeah, opinion. Like it's so got, it's got, it's going to move with or without money. Correct. Thing. Yeah. So I think yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, only because you can find a way to to get that, but like, you know, you obviously got to find a supply chain. You've got to build relationships with manufacturers. Has all that been done? Like, how's mm. all that gone? And where's it? You know, what's the fabric? What's the breakdown? Like, what's the you know how? What's the training component for all? There's all the other things, but yeah, I think the right question is: is what's the why behind it? Mm. That's no. Well, it's it's great, sounds, I mean, it's it sounds like question. Olivia's Answer. Olivia's targeted the functionality, but I guess that's all. It could be you know you could take it back to empowerment or you know female empowerment. It's a it's a female brand as well, so I guess that could play into it. A couple. My, I feel my, like you need a bit more concern, than a few zips, though. You know, like yeah, my big concern is going head to head with kick-ass brands like mm. like this guy's brand. That's right. That's my concern. Yeah, that's that's Marcus. I don't want to go up against. Oh, this good luck. I want to be on his team. A good crack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it, yeah. I, th- I think the big thing is making. I think well, firstly, is like launch it and get it out there mm. and get started. Start small, um, bit of an MVP. Well, it depends how bad you want it, right? If you want it really bad, you'll. Like, you, you, I mean, you look at the inspiring stories from like you read the Nike book and you read all these stories that literally started from a credit card you know you know and, and maxing it out and mm. maxing it out and maxing it out and then finding a way and then remortgaging now like they were like it was all it was all or nothing and you hear these stories of like brands like nike and you go you look at nike today and you go it's nike but then you actually hear the backstory and you go wow that that actually wasn't going to be a proven success like they almost went broke so many times so it's mm. but there was a higher purpose it was like we had to make it work no matter what and i think it's like have they got that in them that's, Are they gonna make that's, it that's crazy what? feedback for young Olivia there. Shit, that's, uh, that's absolutely. And you know what? This feedback. whole podcast is just going to help Olivia figure it out, right? Because that's well, what there's, yeah. there's your answer. There's, there's your, your answer. Is, the, is this podcast? For She's sure. having a crack. Mm. So, boys, are we? Uh, this is the final question. Are we? Are we investing, or are we leaving our money under the mattress? Start with you, BD. Oh, I think I think we're going to stay under the mattress this time for me. Yeah, we're staying under the mattress. Wishing her all the very yeah, best. Yeah, I think. Though. Yeah, I think the the advice is is awesome, man. If there's yeah. a why there, and if there's a hunger, go for it. Mm. 
Uh, I'll stay on the mattress, but good luck and keep me in the loop. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, There's an invitation, goes. Liv. Yeah. 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 Come, I mean, Hit Jace we'll up. Bit of a mentor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, oh, when, none of us are wearing the wardrobe warrior, but... Anyway, thank you very much, Olivia. Uh, I so don't know about, can I just say, just now that you've just said that, I don't know about the brand though either. Wardrobe Warrior as an active brand is not jumping off the page for me. Like, Yeah, you love the brand. and I think you've got to get the brand right. And we spoke about that earlier that, you know, whether we knew it or not at the time, but this LSKD word mark and the story behind the brand is why it's so powerful. Mm. So just having something that's just seems shallow, just like Wardrobe Warrior because it's like, it's the, the story is about I don't know it just doesn't have that 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 depth yeah the dynamics to it so I think she needs to because if the brand yeah if she could figure that out that's almost goes a part way to answering what you were talking about Jace right if that brand can yeah and I think the name it. is almost something that just comes over time it's getting all the essence of it I mean you exactly read the Nike story they were going to call it Dimension 6 <laughs> and then last minute it was turned to Nike when you read the story like it's quite inspiring like, why, why did they call it tonight I haven't read the book so did, why did they Shoot call it Nike uh, oh, because one of their first teammates called him up in the morning before they were going to uh, print the first shoe and said let's call it Nike not Dimension 6 like it was down like you gotta read the book but it's really yeah, inspiring yeah. Like, I'm gonna wow, have to like, read the book you know and then they realised it's from the Greek goddess and they had no idea at the time like it was just a you know like it just all happened because they loved running yeah. um, it's, it's cool I mean even the latest air movie is really cool yeah, yeah you know, I'll, sorry to off Benny we're just uh, just got to oh yeah thanks, sorry buddy thanks Olivia You're hijacking his segment again yeah Carry we on. just got a book in it uh, we are Olivia's going to get some crispy merch, some of our little fish merch, um, which is awesome. But uh, if anyone else has any business ideas, send them to pitch at littlefishpodcast.com. Um, give us your, your your best business idea. Give us how much money you need and, and, and the equity, and then uh, and we'll dissect it from there. So thank you very much. Thanks, Jason. That was that was invaluable. That was great. Great yeah, work, Marcus. You. World famous pitch. Jace, this has been awesome, mate. No, any you. Anything you want to leave us with? Any lasting message or anything you want to shout out? Obviously, you, you know, doing great stuff behind us there as well, but any lasting messages for anyone out there, No, I, you know, I think the big thing is thank you for coming out, making the time. I appreciate you letting us share our story and our mission and values, and uh, yeah, thank you. It's uh, It's been fun. Oh, thanks very much from from our yeah. end as well. We oh, walked man. in here and <laughs> we I think we all want to quit Little Fish and <laughs> work to you guys downstairs. Hey, hold on. Uh, hang hang out. on. Mate, well, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's, yeah, it's credit to nah, yourself. It's been this, awesome, is, mate. this is an awesome space yeah, you got here you. and awesome community as well. It's great. And, and and mate, in all honesty, super in, super inspiring. Like, yeah. even yeah. getting the tour and hearing uh, Carol talk about, you know, the, the birthday coffee catch-ups they have in the kitchen and stuff like that, you know, you know, we do a bit of that back at home, but it's 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 yeah, like the journey you've been on. I definitely, definitely hope that uh yeah, one day we can work towards something like this. But it's super yeah, inspiring guys. to see to see it happen and see see how humble you are. You know, you even, feel the even passion. So well done, yeah. man. Yeah, feel the passion in the stairs when we first walk in. Like we had to stop you, man, and go no, no, the podcast because that passion. <laughs> it's just the passion behind I'm it. Talking, man. Man. I get excited. Yeah, 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 I love it, man. <laughs> but it's you're insane. so humble as well. Like it's infectious. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's awesome. Thanks, yeah. guys. Appreciate it. Keep up the great work. Good luck with the marathon. Yeah, thanks. Sub three. Let's go. Are you on Strava? You on Strava? I am. Yep. I'm, I'm fine. You're on Get on around Strava. him. Some kudos. Yeah, yeah bulk kudos oh, for, for Jason. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll give it a crack. <laughs> thanks, mate. Guys, please like, share, subscribe. Anyone that's going to get value out of that, please share. Jump in the comments. Brucey's in there answering everything. See you at the top. Yeah. Yeah.
people want to be part of a winning team. People can find a better version of themselves if they choose. Hmm. You just need to go start some shit. Action is all that matters. Be a man of your word. I think I look back now and I'm like, whoa, that took some guts. Be kind. Be kind. Be kind. See you at the top. New episode every Wednesday.